Yes. Um, so we're in a season of apostolic and evangelistic advance. That was the word, wasn't it? Um, and so I want to sort of continue that theme, and I've got a flip chart. So, um, and I've stood in front of the speaker, so... Oh, anyway... Okay, no school like the old school. Um, <clears throat> so, um, so I want to continue that. What do we mean by a season of apostolic uh, um, and an evangelistic advance? Um, what, what, does, what does it even mean to be apostolic? I think most of us get a bit of a, a know what it is to be evangelistic. Evangelistic is to share our faith with others um, and, and help them to find faith in Jesus for themselves. What does it mean to be apostolic? That's a word that we don't use very often. Uh, apostolic is literally about being sent. Yep. So when Jesus raised up the 12 disciples, he trained them, uh, worked with them, lived with them for a while, and then released them as apostles to the world. And they were sent out as their first apostles into the world to preach the gospel, to plant churches and lay foundations and in, in churches all around the world. And that's what they were called to do. Um, there are those in the church that believe that those were the only apostles, uh, and that was it, it ended then. Uh, we, we, partic- we believe that God is still raising up apostles, yes. people who are sent with that approach, with that gift and call uh, to equip the church to go and and make disciples and plant churches and lay foundations in those churches so that they will be biblically-based, strong churches that represent the kingdom of heaven so that when in the community that they're in, people can look, what's the kingdom of heaven like? Oh, there's a local church. That's what the kingdom of heaven is like. Um, And so that's what the apostolic gift is all about. And so we've been feeling a bit of a stirring uh, that we're in a season where we need to push that agenda. Uh, I was at a um, Catalyst Leaders Gathering um, a couple of weeks ago, and Catalyst this is very confusing now. Stay with me, folks. So we're from a family of churches called New Frontiers um, that originated in the 80s, um, somewhere around there. Uh, and, uh, and it was led by a guy called Terry Virgo, and, they, and he had a mission to plant churches uh, all over the UK originally, or the South Coast originally, and then God spoke to them about the world, uh, and, and now churches are planted all over the world. Uh, when it came time for Terry to retire, uh, he then, although he's not really retired, he's still an international preacher, uh, but he then released a whole load of other people that were recognised apostles to continue doing what he did. Uh, and, um, and we're part of a group led by a guy called Simon Holly, who's released as an, as an apostle uh, called Catalyst. Okay, we, we sort of sit within the, um, the family of New Frontiers, but we have a particular focus uh, within Catalyst. And you would have seen, Josephine has sent you an email and different things you've seen on Facebook and what have you, the Catalyst Festival is back. There's three people excited. <laughs> so uh, that's good. Um, and that's an opportunity for us to gather under that apostolic gifting uh, for us to kind of cap- capture a vision. The, the, the apostles' gift really is to capture everybody else up in the apostolic call. Does that, does that make sense? I, think, I feel like I've used the word apostle and apostolic too much now. Uh, but I wanted to explain it to you. Is that, does that make sense to you? That's what, that's what we're about. God has spoken to us 
Uh, we've got our own track to carve. God has spoken to us about the Antioch Church, and you can read about the Antioch Church in the book of Acts. Um, and it was where they were first called Christians, and it was where um, Paul and Barnabas, they were, they, were, they were working away in that area, and then God spoke to them about releasing Paul and Barnabas to go and travel and plant churches uh, all around the world, and that's what they did. But they, they did it from the base of the Antioch church. And God has spoken to us many times in many ways about being a bit like that. Um, and it feels like actually coming into the granary is an opportunity for us to rediscover and rethink about what it is for us to be a base, a training base, to do that and plant churches all over the, all over the country. Simon uh, Holly, um, in, the, in the meeting we were at the other day, uh, said, look, I've just got this thing. And I don't know whether God's spoken or not, but I just want to share it with you and see if, see if you catch it. Uh, and he said, I feel like God might be asking us to raise up a thousand church planters. And, uh, and I thought, oh, you know, yeah, I, I, I caught it. And here's, here's my thought, right, on, on our behalf, okay? I thought, put us down for ten. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, and I think, to be honest with you, if all the churches in Catholics did that, I reckon we'd be somewhere near. Um, and, and so, what does it look like for us in this next season? Uh, Richard's coming back from sabbatical um, this week, this coming week. And, uh, and we, we'll catch up. But we, one of the things that we're doing is releasing Richard so that he can be a bit more involved uh, in, the, in the stuff in the region and in the nations. Uh, but we are looking at what is it for us to be apostolic. Um, we, we um, yesterday... Uh, from our little kind of uh, um, encounter world, we gathered people from, I don't know, six, six or seven locations in the UK um, that came to look at how can they start encounter congregations in their community. And we had a whole day teaching on it and training and, uh, and, and generally hearing from God. Um, and so, I mean, there's, there's five or six brewing Encounter-type congregations that are, that are brewing. So, I mean, 10 is pretty conservative, I think. I was invited, um, I think I've mentioned in this context before, that uh, I've been praying for a while now about Kidderminster. How could we plant a church in Kidderminster? Uh, and uh, we, we were a couple of weeks ago, we were, or a couple of months ago, we were praying, we, we pray on Friday lunchtimes for the Encounter Congregation, for the cafe and, uh, and, and different things. And we were praying. I said, guys, can we just pray for Kidderminster? Uh, and I had no reason to, apart from just a bit of a nudge from the Spirit. Let's pray for Kidderminster. We said, Amen. And then some bloke walked through the door and said, is the pastor here? Uh, and I said, well, I'm, I'm probably the nearest thing we've got. Um, and and, and, and we, I said hi. And, and uh, he said, we want to plant a church in Kidderminster, and we would like some help. Um, and uh, so it just felt like God's on it. And then, and then like a week or so later, I got invited to speak at a men's breakfast in Kidderminster. And I spoke at the men's breakfast uh, in Kidderminster, and there's a number of churches present. And I was thinking, do I mention the church plant thing? Because uh, some people will be a bit cagey about these things. Do I mention it? Don't I? And then, and then somebody said, can I share a testimony? And he stood up and, um, and said, you know what? I'm thrilled. There's a group that have just bought that building, and they're planting a new church in Kidderminster. You see, God has not forgotten Kidderminster. I felt it was rude then not to sort of mention, well, we've been praying about Kitty Minster as well. And, and they were right behind it, and, um, and I'm meeting up soon for a coffee with one of the leaders in Kitty Minster to talk about it. Um, my iPad's not opening up. Oh, there it is. <coughs> um, so, right, quick introduction 
that's my intro. What, is, what do we mean by a church? That's what I want us to look at today. What is it to be apostolic? And what are, what are within Catalyst, our framework of, of what is it? What is a church? We're planting a thousand churches. What does that look like? And what are, what are they like? What do we mean by that? Um, and so I'm being a good disciple today. Um, so I heard somebody speak this. Um, talk, and I'm repeating it to you because that's what disciples that's what disciples do. Okay, so it's not my talk. I'm just repeating it, um, and I'm going to have a go at doing a drawing. Okay, so what I want you to do is you take your piece of paper and your pen that Josephine's given you, and this is just um, for some of us. It will be what we're doing that for. For others of us, will be oh, I can remember that now then. Um, and it's just an aid memoir, really. Um, and I, I found it a really helpful picture of the framework of what a church looks like. And so, here we go. We're going to draw a nice big circle. Sorry we didn't give you anything to lean on or anything like that, but fold your paper in half and then you've got a bit more. But you probably, all of you, have got your Bibles with you, so it's fine. So we're going to draw a nice big circle. Okay. Thus, let me step out of the way for you guys. Um, And then we're going to divide the circle into three with two horizontal lines. Thus. Got it? Divided in three with two horizontal lines. I felt like that was quite a, quite a mathematical way of saying it. Um, and, then, and then we're going to divide this section in half, the middle section in three, and then the bottom section in half. Okay? Have we got it? Isaac's messed it up already. <clears throat> okay, uh, and really, what, we've, what we're looking at now is we've got three sections, uh, and we're going and we've got different things we're going to put in. And these are the, these are the these are the components that that we believe is this is this is a good biblical model of what a church is. Okay, right at the centre of any church is about Jesus as Lord and Saviour. Okay, that's a cross. With a crown. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, previously when I did this, I did it better. Um, wait till I get to this one, that's tricky. Okay, um, and what's next? Here we go. And now we're going to draw a person here worshipping. Yes, clear. All right, the next one's more tricky. All right, this is the, the next one is the hardest one of the lot. We're going to draw a Bible. Like that. Yes. And this is the bit that I find most tricky. And a flame. All right, I've got to practice the flame. It's still a tent. Do a curved bottom. Is that better? No, apparently she's not very good at this sort of thing. Okay, now in this one, we're going to draw a heart. Okay, oh, now I forgot what that one is. (coughs) Oh, yeah. (coughs) And this one, we're going to draw a number of people. In a team. Okay, that circle with the arrow in, it says that they're a team. Okay, and then we're going to draw 
hear a speaker. I like the speaker. Feels like that's simple, but it it works. And now this one, we're going to draw circles with lines coming from them because we are making disciples that make disciples. Okay? All will become more clear as we go. How are we doing? If if you're proud of it, hold it up in the air. I'm just going to check on a few. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. It's, it's circles with lines coming from it. I mean, like what he's done there. Hmm? Just, just do what your son did. <coughs> okay, so what, what we've got here is we've got... We can put it on the screen now as well. Look at that. That's the next slide. So what we've got is we've got... Um, this, this represents community, this represents worship, this re- represents mission. And, and really, you can, ca- you can encapsulate what it is to be a New Testament believer, a Christian, a church of Jesus Christ, by looking at the two greats. The great command, the great commission. The great command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and strength, and to love your neighbour as yourself. That's the great command. Jesus said that sums up the law. All right. So we, we've got a bit, you know, there's, there's worship and there's community that is summed up in that. And then we, we, you know, the next great is the great commission to go and make disciples of all nations. Uh, and if you wanted, if you, you know, if you're on a desert island and you had a couple of scriptures to take, those are not bad ones to take with you. Um, do you know what I mean? As, as good summing up what it is to be a believer and what it is to be a community of believers. Um, and um, so we've got those three areas. Uh, the first area of, of worship, uh, it's in the middle for a reason, uh, and that is a bad drawing, isn't it? But anyway, it's in the middle for a reason, and, uh, and we have Jesus, um, and, and we, you know, we're, we're looking to help people accept and find Jesus as their Lord and Saviour, um, and so crown and cross. Um, and we want to be people that are devoted to him in worship, um, more than just singing songs, but we lay down our lives in worship, and we want to be people of the Word and the Spirit. Um, and it's so important that we do that. I'm going to unpack these in more detail as we go. Uh, and that, but that's the worship element of it. The community element is it that we want to be in community where we love one another. And we'll talk about that a bit more in a minute. And, and, that is, and, and we, we have leadership teams of men and women that are working together as teams to equip the church and to lead the church in the things that, of God. You, you know, and, and, you know the, the whole thing of church, I'm just going to correct um, Isaac, um, his, his um, heresy from this morning, uh, where he said, welcome to church. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, you know, total heresy. Welcome, church. You been welcome, welcome, you know, you should have welcomed the church yeah. uh, to this building. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide. All right, uh, you can remain an elder just for now, um, but um, but we want to be a community of people that know and love each other, um, and, and and we want to we want to develop leadership gifts and, and leadership teams of men and women that are working together. We're not a I'm gonna I'm just a you know in a little while going to be taking Richard's place as the senior leader of this church, but it means I lead the team 
but, but the, the team is what leads this church. We're not a personality-driven church. It's not going to be Jim's show from now on. It's going to be a team. It's going to, it's going to be not a lot different because it's a team of people that lead the church. And we're going to talk about that in a bit more, a bit more in a minute. Um, and we want to, and we have here, mission. We are on a mission. Uh, the, ecclesia, the Ecclesia, which is the, the, the Greek word for church, is literally called out on a mission. Uh, a people that are called out together on a mission. And uh, we want to proclaim the gospel. I can highly recommend uh, the mentoring sessions that Bill's doing. And, and I want to see that filter out beyond Bill to us and yep. more groups. Yep. Uh, and so that we are truly equipped to do this mission. And yep. part of this mission is to make disciples that make disciples. Yes. Um, and uh, and we're, we're so used to addition um, in terms of church growth that we've lost the art of multiplication. That's multiplication right. is when we preach the gospel. I, I, think, I think I did it recently. That as there was something on Facebook where you could choose uh, and you were given something like 100,000 quid or, um, or one pound that, that, that doubles every year for 30 years or something and you could choose which one you want. Um, and and, and the, the second one was several million pounds i can't remember. I, I did the maths at the time uh, i can't remember uh, but if if you make one disciple who makes a disciple and you do the same and you do the same and they go and do the same uh, in something like 30 years and all believers do that in something like 30 years the whole world is christian you know what i mean i mean you just just i mean just, the maths on that is mind-blowing of course that isn't going to happen but we have to give ourselves to that mission and uh, so let's have a look at them one by one and uh you know and and we'll go from there uh so so the first one is this one um and at the center of everything is that we 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 come to a place of acknowledging that jesus is our savior that every one of us needed saving uh, and and uh, and it's, it's you know um, it's really important that we understand that, uh, but we also understand that He's Lord and Saviour. Um, in Acts two, when Peter preached his famous uh, message, um, so therefore let all Israel be assured of this: God has God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. He's talking about Saviour. Uh, when, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to the Peter and the apostles and brothers, what must we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptised, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's the foundation. The centre of all that we're about is helping people and living in that ourselves, um, that he is both Lord and Saviour. And I just want to—I just want to encourage. And if if you are here this morning, and he's—he's not—he's—he's he's one of those, but not the other, or none of those. Can we just pause for a minute? Jesus Christ came to our earth, and he laid down his life. We were separate from God because of our rebellion. We turned our back on God. At some point, humanity turned its back on God, and we were rebels against God and the penalty of that was death and separation from God forever and he came and he died for our sins 
And, and if we repent, turn away from our sins, and ask his forgiveness, and we, cho- and we choose to place him at the head of our lives, put, make him the crown, he, him the king of everything that we are, then we, have, then we have peace with God from that moment on for eternity. And that's the message that we have. Let me just pause to pray just for a moment. Jesus, we, we just want to thank you for that message. And I pray for anybody in this room that is on the fence or that has, has, has experienced your salvation but not your lordship or your lordship and not your salvation. God, we, we give opportunity right now for those people to respond to you and say, Jesus, I repent. I turn my life and I say, I thank you for the cross. Thank you for forgiveness. And I choose from this moment on for you to be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, planting a thousand, raising up a thousand church planters, we'll take ten. We need, we, need, we need churches, we need communities with that at the centre. And we must never walk away from that as the centre, please. Um, and this one uh, here, um, oh, we, we, we can move on with some slides. Where are we up to? Uh, and again, and again, and again. There we are, we've caught up. <clears throat> uh, uh, we're increasingly devoted to God. And um, Romans 12 verse 1 says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. I mean, worship has become all sorts of things, hasn't it? You know I mean, we've got a style of worship, which I enjoy. Um, but, but worship is to lay down our lives for Jesus as a devotion. We give him everything. We give him our all. Your bank balance, your, your friendships, your family, your work, your career, your everything is for him and as a devotion to him and we want to build we're planting 10 churches or a thousand we want to be gathering people to communities where we are devoted to him i want to i want i want us to i want us to be inspired by that but feel the weight of that at the same time do you mean what is it to be utterly devoted to him do you you mean and and uh you know, Paul's encouragement in Romans is like, you know, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices. You, you know, who's born again in this room? It's not a trick question. Put your hand up if you're born again. Do you know what I mean? If you're born again in this room, then, then you, you decided, you made, a, you made a commitment to devote your life to him. And, and those early churches, they, they were devoted to the apostles' teaching to, the, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. And, uh, and there's that, this word devotion. So worship is so much more than our singing, although our singing is the, like the, sometimes the pinnacle. It's the, it's, the, it's the way that we express the devotion that we are living the rest of the week. And we can come together on a Sunday morning. I love that we come together on a Sunday morning 
Uh, and, and throughout COVID and different things, people have said, well, what's the point in getting together on, on Sunday morning? No, it's so important to get together on a Sunday morning and corporately together, express our devotion. But if that's all we're doing, we're in trouble. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Uh, because it's, the, it's what we do the rest of the week that we're coming together to celebrate on a Sunday. Uh, let's have the next slide. <clears throat> we want to be people of the word and of the spirit. The, the, you, know, the, the, you know, God has written his promises. God has written his truth in ink uh, so that we can, you know, we can grow in it. That scripture I read just now, we talked about yesterday. I sort of did some teaching in one of the sessions yesterday about being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Uh, and we we're able to look at that uh, text in, in um, uh, Acts uh, where it says, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It says, this promise is for you and for your children, for your children's children. And for all whom the Lord our God will call. Uh, you know, we were, we were, I was saying that when um, uh, Ethan was at university, our son, uh, you know, we would have a conversation about, about the, the next term's fees and costs. Uh, and we would have to contribute towards that as his parents. And we would say, yeah, don't worry, we're, we're, we're good for next year's money. Uh, he would toot laugh back to Bristol. Um, happy as Larry because he's got next term's money. The truth is... Until I spoke to Josephine and said, can you make sure the money's in? Because she does all of that. Um, then, then he didn't have the money. But he was happy because he had a promise from his dad. The word of God is full of promises from our dad. Do you know what I mean? It's written. It's written. And it's so important that we, that we dig into the word of God and we grow in it. And there's, there is, I think there is a bit of a trend in our churches to not open the Bible that much. Do you know what I mean? I want to encourage us. Get into the Bible. But the Bible without the spirit is ink on a page. I mean, the Bible with the Holy Spirit is the living, breathing Word of God that changes and transforms our lives. Do you know what I mean? And so we've got to get into it and we've got to learn what it is. We did a whole session yesterday. My wife's just doing that to me. Whatever. Uh, it was Bill's fault. And, and so, 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 uh, so, so we've got to get into. Uh, you know, experiencing what it is to be Bible believers, that the Word of God is what shapes. Who, how we think and what we're about, and, and that is anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and it's important and right that we have anointed preaching of God's word. Uh, it's, you know, it's important that we have revelation of his word ourselves. I will move on to the next slide, um, and I'll be quick now. Um, slide, the next slide, have genuine love for one another. I just want to ask this question. Who here really knows you? Who do you really know? How do, you, how do you know if you're in community, a loving community, I think it's, it's, it's knowing each other. Isn't it? Jesus said in one of the, one of the um, scriptures, he said, you know, it was, I think it was the sheep and the goats, I think, I can't remember. Depart from me, I never knew you. Do you know what I mean? There's something about what it is to be known by God and to be known by each other. And, I, and I'm, I'll be honest with you, we've got some work to do on this one, haven't we? On community life, we've got a bit of work to do. Um, and, uh, but we, 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 you know, Church of Jesus Christ is a community. Now, if you think you're going to build that community here on, in the hour and a quarter, or let's bit, say a bit longer today, um, uh, 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 do you know what I mean? Then, then it's cuckoo land. You're not going to build that community in this, in this setting. This is, a, this is a setting for something different. We've got to build that elsewhere. And, and small group life 
there's some really glorious pockets of small group life in Hope Church, but there's a lot of gaps. Uh, and we've got, to try and, we've got to try and fix that somehow. And we're looking at different models. Uh, you know, I've been looking at this for the last couple of years and not really got any clear answers. Um, and, and I don't think me just doing some structure change is going to fix it. There has to be a cultural change and a, and a, a drawing into it by us all to say, I value and I want community and I need it. And if I'm not giving myself to that, I'm not getting it. Do you know what I mean? There's my little challenge to you. A little bit of a thwack. Um, <clears throat> uh, next one um, uh, is um, anointed leadership operating in team. Uh, and, and we want to particularly emphasize team of men and women. And that's something that we've not been strong in, uh, in our history. And, uh, and we, we've had... Um, you know, we've, the, the Catalyst Group that we're part of have, has done a huge amount of work for probably over the last probably three or four years looking at it. Historically, New Frontiers has been, I would say, not very embracing of uh, female leaders. Um, and and, uh, and that, is n- that is not actually what any of us believe. Um, you know, so, so there's been a lot of looking at it. Um, I, I'm going to say that, New Friend, that, that, that Catalyst are still have a position, and so therefore it's still our position at this moment in time that we do not appoint a female elders. Um, and that's from some scriptures uh, um, that we looked at. And, and, and there seems to be some interpret those scriptures one way, some interpret those scriptures another way. And not everybody in our church, let alone Catalyst, agree on it. Um, but for the sake of unity, we're holding that. But what we're looking at is, do you know what? We've been rubbish at developing leaders uh, amongst our women. Uh, and and I, want, I want to encourage us. I, I know that doesn't go far enough for some of us, uh, you know, but I want to publicly, as one of the leaders of Hope Church, apologise, and I'm going to feel it for a moment, apologise for, for the way sometimes women have not been encouraged and nurtured. The Church of Jesus Christ needs mums and dads. Okay? And we, and we want to fix that, and we want to adjust the culture. And there have not been enough women um, in positions that can nurture and, and positions of authority in the church, and we want to fix that. We're working on it, okay? Uh, but I just wanted to say, and, and within our group of churches, Simon Holly and Dave Devonish both stood up and apologised for some of the things that have been said over the years at New Frontiers events and some of the culture that has been modelled at New Frontiers events that have been overly male-dominated. Uh, and that's something we want to fix yes. uh, and work on. So bear with us, keep talking. Uh, and and I, I do want to say, if you, if, you, um, if you are a lady in this room and you felt that, please talk. Please talk about it. Um, but I haven't got time, unfortunately, to go into, into more of it. Um, but I just want to be as clear as I can. There's a position that we are tucking in with, within New Frontiers, um, and, and we're just acknowledging that the interpretation of those scriptures um, is tricky, uh, and, and, and people have diff- come on different sides of it, and we want, to be, we want the Bible to teach us, not current culture. The Bible is our master. Uh, Jesus is our master, and he's spoken to us through the Bible, um, and so we want to get that right. Um, but, um, but we acknowledge that the culture has not been good and we want to fix that. Um, so, uh, where are we up to? Sorry, folks. Uh, I'll rattle through the last. What's the next one? 
uh, declare and demonstrate the good news of the kingdom. I think Bill's covered that. Only to, only to say um, that a community of believers, a, a local church, sh- at its best, should be like an embassy. I always pray for this building, that when someone walks into this building, they're walking into a kingdom embassy. Uh, and they experience what it is to be in the kingdom by walking through these doors. And that is how we interact with each other, how we talk with each other, how we, how we love each other, how we bear with each other, because we do annoy each other. Um, all of those things, how, how we get on, how we love each other, how we value those that are, that are the ones that consider themselves least valuable, um, how we honour people, all, all of that stuff, that is part of what it is to be a kingdom. And we want to proclaim and declare what the kingdom is like. Uh, by our actions and our words. And one of the things that we've got to grow in is how we proclaim the gospel. And uh, I'm trusting uh, the stuff that Bill mentioned earlier will be a a, a huge part of what that is. And then the last one um, is we want to uh, make healthy, multiplying disciples. And, uh, you you know, so at the beginning of this, I said I'm being a good disciple because I'm I'm basically taking someone that's a talk that somebody else did and I'm repeating it. Um, And and, and Jesus says to disciples, freely you've received, freely give. Do you know what I mean? And we're called, folks, to go and make disciples. And, and, And how do you know if you're doing it? Well, have you led anyone to Jesus and are you training them to follow Jesus? Very good. I want to be as simple as that. If not, then there's some work to do. And, and folks, there's some adjustment in our lifestyles for us to do in order to be doing this. Does anyone feel that? Do you know what I mean? And, and I know that can be condemning. Or you think, well, hmm. I mean, you know, I, could, I could do a show of hands now who in the last years led someone to Jesus and is training them. I will not because I don't think it will encourage us. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, but it is key. It is key, and we've got we've got to find a way to walk into this. Uh, God is calling us to be a multiplying church, uh, and if we want to plant, raise up a thousand church planters, if we want to be an apostolic base here, then then yes, we can go and plant churches. We can go to Kidderminster, but that is futile if we just keep dividing ourselves and become smaller and smaller. No. We've got to divide ourselves and multiply. And to do that, it's you and it's me leading people to Jesus and teach them to obey everything that he has commanded you. Those Those were his final words. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. That should be written in our hearts. Because it, it, was, it was Jesus, Jesus chose those to be his final words before he ascended into glory with his disciples. Freely you have received, freely give. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you thought, Bill sings not for me, can I just encourage you to rethink that at this moment in time? Because, because there's, you know, we, we are, you're either doing it and therefore you don't need it or you're not and therefore you need it. Let me pray. <clears throat> Jesus, we want to thank you, uh, God, for the task that is in front of us to build these kinds of churches. 
uh, God, with you at the centre, devoted communities, word and the spirit, communities of love, strong male and female leadership teams, declaring the good news of Jesus and multiplying disciples. Lord, help us. Help us in these coming days, God, to, uh, God, peel back the stuff that we are doing that we need not to do anymore and put in place the stuff that we need to lay hold of and walk into that you're calling us to do. Uh, God, that will hasten your return.